on this week's episode of Living Free with RP, we got Kathy Peterson. She's a retired social worker who just has a great attitude and is just enjoying life with her husband and her guide dog, Hyatt. Here is Kathy Peterson's journey. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you, Michael. You're very welcome. Thank you for taking the time out. No problem. So, uh, introduce yourself, uh, where you're from, family, you know, all that stuff. Okay. Well, I'm Kathy, as you know, and I live in a small town, Ashtabula, Ohio. A lot of people can't pronounce that. I've lived here my whole life. Um, I've been married to the same guy for 45 years, and we have four great kids and six great, uh, great, but not great grandchildren, just grandchildren. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm a retired social worker. Awesome. And uh, when did you get diagnosed? Well, most people don't know this, but I was diagnosed when I was about 12, but I was never told. And uh, so think back, that would have been, I'll give away my age, but uh, that would have been about in 1965. And I'm surprised they even knew what it was. So my parents yeah. must have taken me to an ophthalmologist and he, he diagnosed it. I had told my parents something was wrong. I, I knew something was wrong because when I played outside with other kids, I couldn't see at night and I would run into things and so, um, but I didn't understand it. And so I asked them to take me to the eye doctor. So the rest of the story is kind of fuzzy. I don't remember if we had any discussion afterwards, but I didn't know. Um, And I think it was just because it was so devastating to them. There were no clinical trials. There was no support group. There was nothing out there but a diagnosis of, you know, your daughter's losing her vision. So um, I was not told. And then when I went to my family doctor when I was 21, um, he said to my husband and me, did you know you were going blind? <laughs> and so that was a shock. So um, we went to an ophthalmologist who confirmed the diagnosis, and um, but he was a sweet man, and he said, just go live your life. Make the best of it. Wow. And uh, so our search kind of began then because I didn't know how other people saw, you know, and so my mm-hmm. husband, you know, he'd stand across the room from me, and he'd say, so what do you see? And I told him, and 
when I asked him what he saw, it was like he could see the whole room. He could see four <laughs> walls and, and you know, the door behind me and the windows next to me. And I was like, well, I can see you, but nothing more. <laughs> so I don't know what my field of vision was. The first time I had it checked, I remember it was about 25 degrees. So it was already very limited. But, you know, you know as well as I do when you grow up that way. You don't know how anyone else sees. No. I find it interesting you say that because, uh, so you've, I've, doing the math would say that you are about my mother's age. I'm and, 66. Yep. My mom's, I think, like 65. Okay. She's born in, yeah, yeah, because she's born in um, 54. So she's a, uh, same thing growing up, but she must have not have been, they just thought she was clumsy and all that stuff. So she was uh -huh. never taken to, you know, any type of uh -huh. ophthalmology, any of that stuff. So my mom didn't get diagnosed until she was like 32. Wow. Okay. It's interesting. Like, I, I don't even know. I mean, she had no clue about what, you know. Sure. What, what was. And same thing you said. They just thought, you know, she had bad vision or she had something, you know. Like, but they never. Sure. She was misdiagnosed, I think, a few times. Okay. So, oh, yeah. It's interesting. I didn't know that, like, I didn't even know they, they knew what yeah. RP was even back in 65 right and in a very small town close to us i think was where i went went to the doctor so you know it wasn't like it was any big university either right so it's like it's crazy that the at least yeah and like you yeah. said though obviously there's nothing going on they don't know anything i mean there's no right you know, no support groups or any of that stuff going on yet because right we still pretty relatively new right so how do you feel like now, like dealing with it? Um, well, I've had, you know, over 50 years and, um, you know, it, it's like any other loss, but when you're dealing with RP, you're de dealing with continuous loss. So you're continually grieving. It's mm -hmm. not a start like and that. stop process. Um, I'm not saying grieving anything is a start and stop process, but we're always grieving the next step, the next, mm -hmm. you know, um, right. everything that happens is kind of a kick in the gut. So we're continuously grieving. Um, but I found that a couple things occurred r recently that has um, changed how I look at things. And um, I'm telling my story. I'm going to get things um, kind of backwards. But anyway, uh, the okay. most recent was my guide dog. And I've had her almost three years. And she just puts joy into my life. And uh, so I feel like uh, because of her, I don't even uh, follow the research too much. I don't uh, worry about the clinical trials you know how many people are on the on the support group on Facebook talk about, oh, when is there going to be a cure and stuff like that? You know, I've stopped worrying about that. Maybe because I'm older, you know, and I know probably I wouldn't be eligible for a clinical trial. I don't know. But that, that having Hyatt, that's her name, has changed my outlook tremendously um, because people do look at you differently. Um, with mm -hmm. my cane, I, and then maybe it would have been just my perception, 
But with a cane, I always felt like people were jumping out of the way and didn't want to make eye contact. And there was a, a bit of pity going on there. Whereas with a guide dog, it's, oh, she's so pretty. Look at her go. She's so wonderful. And you've got the best looking dog in the world. And isn't it great? She can go everywhere <laughs> with you. And it's all positive, you know? Right. So that, that has helped me tremendously. And um, also, a few years ago, I was invited to go to a retreat by my friend Becky Andrews, and she um, put together, we were the first ones, put together a group of 12 women who are visually impaired. And I think that was back in 2016. And... Not all had RP, but we all had vision loss of different degrees. Some had dogs, some had canes. And that sisterhood that came from that has been just amazing. We um, get together once a year, those of us who can. um, Have a WhatsApp conversation going constantly. So nice. we share our stories, our our struggles, our failures, our, you know, braves, and it's been wonderful. So I think that awesome. has helped me feel less alone and uh, less isolated, less, you know, different. Right. So it's good to have somebody else. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So that's that's how I am doing now. So it's almost like. You almost have to sit there and wonder what would life have been like had you had normal vision? Like, oh, you know, what kind of person would you be like yeah. at this moment today? Yeah. As if I feel having much RPM more made life better. Yeah. Yeah. I feel much, I feel very enriched. So I can't imagine life without Hyatt or my family or my friends. And how would those relationships be different? You know, I have no idea. Would you just be living at home, not getting out? You know, who, who knows? Yeah. What kind, exactly. of, what kind of person you'd be, you know? So where exactly is your vision, like, currently? Um, I have a, well, of course, you know, I have no night vision. I haven't, I don't know what it's, <laughs> I can't even fathom that. But um, I have about eight degrees or less in my left eye. My right eye is blind. Oh, wow. um, I have Coates type RP, which I don't know if there's, anyone I've ever come across that has that also. But when I went to Cleveland Clinic about 20-some years ago, they diagnosed me with Coates type, and that means the vessels in the retina were leaking um, lipids, not blood, but lipids. And right. so I, had, I went through multiple surgeries to uh, stop that, and um, I, I think that's why I pretty much lost the vision in my right eye. Oh, wow. But the left eye is the left eye is about eight degrees. And my central vision is about twenty fifty actually. Not too bad. Huh, not too it's a workhorse. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's crazy. I don't think I've yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of that, you know, of that type. So Right, right. Well, yeah. Maybe somebody <laughs> maybe somebody maybe somebody hearing this, you know Maybe, yeah. Be like, hey, that's, I have that. Yeah. <laughs> so that'd be cool. So what things do you like to do? What are your, like, what are your interests? 
Um, well, all spring, summer, and fall, I garden. I grow most of our vegetables, so that's really fun. I have to get through the spring when I am hit with, um, oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I can't see well to pull weeds, so I'm going to pull up some <laughs> plants. Or I can't see where I put my trowel or you know, all of that kind of hits me in the face. For the first couple of weeks, it's like, oh, this really sucks. <laughs> but um, I've been gardening for enough years to, uh, can, you know, I, I, I can do it. I can do it. Yes, I, I do lose a few tomato plants along the way. <laughs> My husband will <laughs> let me know, you pulled up a plant. <laughs> but otherwise, it's very, it's very rewarding. And nice. uh, I used to run. But uh, I had a knee replacement two years ago, and so now I walk. <laughs> okay. So, But my husband and I are very active, and we walk the dogs. We like to hike, and we kayak in the summer, and Hyatt loves that. And uh, so we're, we're very active, and we have a lot of fun. Have you ever thought about building back up to running? Because, I mean, I, have, oh, I know I some people who have double knee, surgery, double knee replacements, and uh, I know they run, but I didn't know. That oh, well, I've been, told, I've been told by... Um, several orthopedic surgeons that you should not run on a knee replacement. Yeah, he's been told the same thing. I think he's in the guy that I know. <laughs> I, I, I ran the, he runs the New York City Marathon. He's run multiple times. Oh, my. Uh, he, uh, he's been my guide one time for a race, and, yeah, he, he ran with me, and he, he had a double. And he's, I think he's in his 60s. I think he's 60-something. Yeah, 60-something. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, and, uh, he gets them checked out. I guess they're supposed to only be good for, like, I don't know, like seven years or whatever, how many years it was, but... He gets them checked, and he says they. The doctor says they still look just as good as they did. How about when that? When done. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I was curious when you said that. I was like, I was like, well, you, 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 you could, if you like running, you should be able, you should be able to. Uh huh. Well, no, you... I've chosen to listen to the doctors because, <laughs> and my son-in-law is an orthopedic PA, and he okay. said he works with multiple orthopedic surgeons, and they would all <laughs> scream no. Oh, but um, I walked a half marathon last fall, and awesome. I hope to do more. You know, but uh, well, you know, so we it's tend to not the same. Not I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still upset by it. It's another loss, but you know, it is what it is. Gotcha. I know. I know. Sometimes I tend to just like I listen to the doctors, but sometimes I don't because sometimes I just you have to listen to your own body. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So like, there's like, you know, there's people that have been told, oh, you're never going to walk again <laughs> by doctors. And then all of a sudden, you know, these people are walking. So, yeah, you know, you, you can't take that, you know, sometimes you just got to think to yourself, can I do it? If I can do it, go for it. You know? mm -hmm. So um, I was going to actually ask since, but since you already, already kind of covered it was how, you know, how you had to modify basically doing the things you like to do, you know, since, you know, the vision loss happening. But right. You've already pretty much answered that. <laughs> covered that. So I guess just a, just the same way I would think. You know, you just you figure things out. You you know, you modify. You can still do them. You just gotta do it a different way. Or like when I work on cars, I just I have to know where I put my tools. Like you have to know where you put your you know your trial. Yep. And, yep. You know, and it's feel. A little more. You know. Yeah. It's very yeah. much yeah, yeah. tactile. It becomes a much more tactile mission. Yep, you drop a you drop something, you just put your hand around. Oh, where is it? Oh, there it is. Okay, and you know, if I drop a socket or something, I just gotta feel my hand around. Feel it, mm -hmm. and, you know, find it. Yep, or hear it drop. I can 
usually if I drop something I a tool or something, I'll know roughly where it is, you know, at least give myself a zone to look in. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we get it done. That's right. So, any kind of, have you, okay, so have you ever got any kind of questions that bother you when it comes to your vision? Like, you know, people asking you, you know, what you see or uh-huh. like, hey. Not hey, anymore. Hey. Not anymore. Um, because, you know, we live in a small town and um, most everyone I come in contact with, I've known for a long time. But there were some questions along the road, you know. Um, about my vision and testing it out and, and things like that. And, and I always kind of chuckle to myself when I'm sitting with, with um, at the coffee shop or something and I've got my guide dog sitting there and I'm, you know, reading an email, you know, I have, I wonder, I wonder what people think about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, but not not too many questions anymore. I mean, I remember years ago when I was when I was working um and I would um talk about you know not being able to see a certain, you know whatever and they'd say, "Well, goodness, get better glasses." You know. <laughs> right, right. You know, so and it or was have you hard. Ever I, like... I didn't oh, okay. share a lot when I was working because I worked in a hospital. You came across 80 people a day. You know, how do you go about explaining, you know, so the people I worked closely with, they understood, but not everyone I came across. No, they don't get it. Have you ever um, been like aware of like say you're using your smart do you have a, i'm assuming you like you have a cell phone or you have a smartphone yes. or do you mm, yeah all right so are you, are you ever out in public with your dog and then also using your stuff your smartphone realizing that someone's probably looking at you like how how is she using exactly the phone? <laughs> yeah like, exactly wait a minute she's she's looking at the phone but she exactly. has a dog with her she must be <laughs> she must be blind yeah <laughs> that's always a good one i always yes, get, I get paranoid is. just to find my cane i get if I have my cane i'm always paranoid i'm like People are probably wondering right now, like how I'm using this, or you know, or maybe I'm faking it. You know, absolutely. I mean, you know, it is a rare disease, and so understanding it takes <laughs> takes some work. Oh yeah, I mean, I've worn shirts that, like, you know, I have shirts. I have the uh, the place that I run through the Achilles International. I mean, I have a shirt that says Blind Runner, and I've had it on talking to a regular person, and oh. it they didn't even. Like they're sitting there talking to me, and they don't even—they uh-huh. never even acknowledge a shirt. Or, or halfway through the conversation, they'll sit there and go, "Oh, oh, wait a minute." They'll say, "Oh, I didn't even realize your shirt said that." Right. Like, oh, right. Look, what do you see? Like, uh, like, like, yeah. Like, yeah. it's always—it's always funny. Sometimes you can have anything you want on, or you can have uh-huh. this thing saying, "Hello, I'm blind," and and some people uh-huh. just—it it just goes right over their head. Yeah. So who I wins in a fight? Get... I'm sorry. I say, who wins in a fight? You are the wet floor sign. <laughs> I I haven't come across one in a long time, but I did at the hospital and nursing home constantly, and and I I never won unless you know <laughs> you counted me kicking it across the floor as I me winning. I call that a victory. Yeah, I call that a victory. <laughs> I say as long as you don't yeah. like you know trip or anything. If you just like pow and just like send it flying, you know it's just all good. Yeah. And you just keep yeah. walking. You need just keep walking. Yeah. Like I, I had a lot of trouble towards the end of my career with 
walking into patients' rooms, not knowing if they were even in their bed or if there was anyone else in the room because, um, you know, the rooms are kept kind of dimly lit, not too mm-hmm. much for uh, normal-sighted people. But, you know, I would call sir, ma'am, or, you know, <laughs> not know if the person was even there, and I'd start talking to them and running into wheelchairs, and it's fine as long as they're not occupied. But when they're occupied, it was, you know, it's pretty devastating. So it just got to the point where I decided I couldn't do it anymore. And Why are you, why are you pushing me? Oh, sorry, I didn't. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> didn't yep. see you were in the chair. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hello, ma'am. It's sir. Oh, yep. okay. Well, my bad. Many humiliating <laughs> occurrences along the way. But those, those that you have to look and laugh at, though. That's, that's, you know, that's the best way to do it. Look back and just laugh about it. Yep. Now I can. Yeah, I mean, sure. At the time, like, yeah, we all have, you know, you, you get embarrassed in the moment or. You know, it's frustrating, but it's always good to finally look back and just have a a, a sense of humor about it. Yeah, because you get bitter. You could be turned. You could turn bitter. You know, and oh, absolutely. Nobody wants that. Absolutely, I do give my friends a lot of laughs because um, we had friends over not too long ago, and I had put ice in a a bag to put in a, in a you know. A, ice thing on the on the counter we were going to have cocktails and um i dumped in a whole bag of green beans <laughs> they, they thought i had maybe invented a new drink that they were going to try <laughs> we got a big kick out of that uh, one <laughs> and then there's the like, recipes what, what just, you know when you bake cookies and you're you you give them to somebody and they end up with part of a butter wrapper in their cookie. Surprise, <laughs> so, you found the tree. Yeah, you win you the win. prize. <laughs> so there's a lot of that. That's good. Oh my God. Do you take anything like to slow down the uh, like the progression? Um, I was part of um, the Boston Mass Ioneer study. Um, I couldn't, I think that was in the late eighties and oh. I was on the vitamin A palmitate. That's what, yep, that's and, what I take now. Yep. Yeah. And I was told I was part of the group where it did slow the progression, but I didn't notice it. And I, I took it first, you know, several years afterwards, I didn't notice. I mean, how would you notice? Because no, you would, have would nothing to compare it to. Yeah, yeah. What's your um, vision? But I, <laughs> when I started going to the Cleveland Clinic, and then there were disputes about whether it really did work and about the liver toxicity, I decided to go off of it. And um, I found out that my gene mutation is mm-hmm. an extremely slow-progressing form of the disease. So I thought, well, that was a little gift. But um, so I really don't know, you know, had I taken it, if I would have lost less vision or not. But and that's I'm, the I route to I the, chose. I want to start covering that now because I mean, like I've been taking it probably for like 20 years and my liver's mm-hmm. still fine. I just got my liver tested uh, just a few days ago. Yeah, but good. Up, I'm all I'm all well and good. Good. You know, and, and this is from someone who drinks beer as well. Uh-huh. So, but I also <laughs> drink a lot of water and I thought, you know, I, I make sure I, I stay on top of that. Good. Um, but no, like I, when I went to the eye doctor, uh, my, the vision I have, you know, is like 2025. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, which is 
you know, not normal for probably some of my age. And so I would say, and my, and compared to now what I'm seeing and especially talking to people now on this podcast, I would probably say, I would have to say it works. Because uh-huh. almost everybody What is your I've field? To, what is your I, field of vision? Oh, mine is I got a Michael, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? It's very staticky. I kind of lost you. Weird. weird. Yeah, I, you're like clear on my end. Oh, no, that's weird. I don't now? know. No. Uh-uh. Is it still staticky? Yeah, it's extremely staticky. Weird. Am I at the... Oh, I, yeah, okay. Now it's good. We're good? Now it's good. And we're good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I was um, talking to this girl last, my own last podcast, and... Uh, she opened my eyes to something and she, she mm-hmm. said hers is like a donut and i'm like and i thought about it i could put my hands to the sides on the left and right and mm-hmm. i can see my hands now if i slowly bring my hands out there's a section i lose my hand disappears. right i go i go 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 and then once i yeah. get almost to my ears maybe my ears a little more past my ears um there's my oh there's my hands again yeah <laughs> so yeah. it's like it's not like i have no peripheral I uh-huh. have very limited. Per- I mean, I'm, I'm, I have extreme tunnel vision. Basically, that's all I've been told. I mean, I had my field vision done, but I don't know what the degrees are. Okay. Um, but I know if like so, if I look at somebody, you know, like a say like a office, like when my doctor was testing me one time, he wanted to see how long it took before I would see his finger. Uh-huh. And it was like almost in front of his face. By the okay. Time. I was like, yep, there's your hand. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, that's to how myself, I am like, also. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So it's like not like. I do, I'm like, I do have some, so it explains why it's sometimes I can, you know, I get by a little better than some people probably because I have a little bit here on the outside, but mm-hmm. I, just, I have that section and below, like I miss handshakes and, you know, and, and all that stuff, you know? Right. I wanted to come right. up with, I have this vision I want to actually make. I want to have someone help me make this. I could probably make it, but I don't know. I want to, I want to make a, a, an image where it's like me or anybody, just somebody standing and then in front of their face is like what rp looks like you know like that snowflake kind of black blackness and i want to make like a donut shape in front of my face and then i want to put at like the bottom of that donut i want to put handshake you know (laughs) fist bumps and then to the side of to the upper part of that donut i want to put high fives uh Mm -hmm. someone's waving at you you know because that's all the stuff that you know people understand like how socially awkward sometimes rp is oh it is other spectrum where i was waving at you and you didn't wave at me You're, you're you're a jerk like, yeah, the handshakes uh, are really tough. Didn't see you. Yep. At least those you can compensate, though. You you could you put your hand out and there that, you go. Like as long as you. Yep, that's what I you do. Know, that's it. Like you, so you just assume that they're gonna shake your hand, and you know what? And if they don't shake your hand, then then they're a jerk. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. Like you, I put you know I you know I put my hand out. They just you know that's not my problem. They didn't shake it. Uh, so at least you're you're good. But I, I think waving is tough. You know, if you're looking, if you're not looking at somebody and they're like, you know, waving at you and you're just, you just keep walking. They're like, oh, that, uh, wow, that person's really rude. Uh-huh. Like, Do not, they think that really even rude. though they see your cane? <laughs> uh, yeah. At least, see, well, I'm saying like, if you were like, see, when, when I used to walk in the office, when I, you know, before I left my, you know, job. Yeah. I mean, I've had coworkers be like, I was trying to wave at you. Like you walked by me and you didn't wave at me. And I'm like, I, was I looking at you? No. <laughs> I didn't see you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess it, I, I, I have to be looking at you. If I'm looking at you, yeah. Then, yeah. But if I didn't acknowledge you, it wasn't, I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those conversations when I was younger. 
you know. But uh, now I don't. Now I don't have those uh, awkward conversations any longer. Oh. Well, the other question I have is, where's your um, like, where's your guide dog through? Um, guide dogs for the blind. I went to uh, the Oregon campus, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a campus in California also. Uh, when I decided to get a guide dog, I knew about I knew three people that had dogs from that school, and mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to just randomly Google and pick a school that and way. I I really wanted <laughs> you know positive recommendations, and uh, it it is a wonderful school. It is amazingly you know. Do you have a lab school. or do you have a German? Yes, shepherd? I have a yellow lab. Yeah. Okay. They used to use we... German Shepherds, but they stopped. Um, the graduation rate is higher with the labs. Because my mom had one lab. He he was not that good. He was from, I think, she tried a different company. She always goes to Fidelco. But this time she tried Freedom Dog or something like okay. that. Okay. And, uh, and I remember uh, he was awesome, like, as a dog. But he, was, he, was, he wasn't exactly <laughs> the smartest uh, thing ever. He was... He was like one of those just like doofy kind of dogs. And his name was Fred. Uh-huh. It was like the most uh-huh. perfect name for him. Yeah. And I wish we could have kept him because like he would have been a great house dog. Uh-huh. But he was, nah, he was just not the greatest. I wonder he, why he, wasn't he like graduated middle. from the program then. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, that was the only time my mom, my mom briefly went away, yeah, from Fidelco. And then she went back after that experience. But yeah, uh-huh. so normally. But why did you wait so long to get a dog out of curiosity? I think, I think, uh, Part of it was I was in denial of how bad my vision was. Um, mm-hmm. I knew nothing. Of, I mean, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, <laughs> you know, way back then, I didn't know anything about guide dogs. And mm-hmm. I always had it in my head, oh, my vision's not bad enough. And maybe I'd be taking a dog from someone who really ah, needed it. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, so many factors. And I thought, I can't afford this. You know, there was that that played into it. And, uh, you know, then I educated myself on it. And, you know, it's free of charge. Everything. It's interesting. Yeah, because my mom, because I I said my mom got around, uh, I I think she was 40 when she got her first. Okay. And now she's pretty much saying that, like, I think she thinks the one she has right now is probably going to be it because she doesn't want to be at us. Cause she was like, I don't want to be. She's like, I think Nelly, I think is, oh, Nelly now. Nelly's got to be seven or something. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. got to be like, she's getting up there. And but my mom's like, well, by the time she retires, and then by the time my mom, when she retires, my mom's gonna be like, what? Maybe like, you know, she could be seventy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know if I really want to, you know, go through the whole getting another dog and okay. the training and all that stuff uh-huh. again. And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, ah, oh. well, well, I, I still look at it. You're still young. I, um, we live out in the country a bit. And so my husband takes Hyatt and I most every morning to the uh, library so that we can walk about three quarters of a mile to the coffee shop. And, um, you know, as long as I can keep up with my physical activities and my social life, I want to have a guide dog by my side. So I'm hoping that's into my 90s. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, that's why that's why I was kind of surprised. My mom says, "I don't think I'm going to do it." I think it's also uh-huh. Fidelco. See, Fidelco doesn't co- doesn't cover like anything outside of like they. I mean, they they provide the dog and all that stuff. Oh, they, that's all covered. Okay. And stuff. But in terms of care, like that's all on my mom. Oh you know, my, yeah, my, my, that my, my can dad. get pricey. 
Yes, uh, Guide Dogs for the Blind is the largest school in the country, Mm -hmm. and their follow-up is amazing. And um, they, you know, they provide follow-up services, veterinary care, uh, reimbursement, everything that you could need. Um, You know, we don't need, you know, some of the financial help they offer, but um, it's there if people do. So it's 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 a great school. Yeah, I always find that interesting because Fidelco is a really big school too, and I I'm, I was always shocked when my mom like when my mom's telling me they don't you know cover some of that stuff you know yeah and like so I mean, between dog food and you know pet you know, vet, mm-hmm. you know visits and, and and all that lovely stuff it's my mom was like oh, oh just, yeah you know, having like, a pet my, is you know, pricey <clears throat> and the fact that my stepdad's retired now you know he's like he's retired so they're all mm-hmm. you know. Household a little, you know, sure. a little tighter. So she's like, I don't, sure. want like, I don't think I'm going to take another dog on. I'll have to tell her about the guide dogs for a blind though. Maybe she might want to look into that. Okay. Yeah, why not? If there's another place that might be a little better that can help, you know, that she can still, you know, like you said, have a dog and into her 90s. You know, right. That would be... They I'm have with actually... You, They've actually, at my school, I think they've had students at that age. So, you know, as long as you're physically capable of taking care of a dog and walking, you know, you know, I think they recommend a mile a day, as long as you're physically mm-hmm. able. And, and, you know, let's face it, we know walking keeps you younger, so it's a good right. reason. Oh, you definitely got to be active. My mom's active. Well, she tries to be active, so I... That's why I was kind of find out funny. Like she was like saying, I mean, she was gonna not get another one. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, come on. Then you're gonna be like, now you're truly gonna be stuck at home. Yes, yes, that's what I don't want to do. So if you can get your vision back, let's say 100, percent what's the first thing that you are doing? You know, I I've, I've thought about this because I've heard you ask your <laughs> other guests, <laughs> but um. I don't know, because can you imagine? I haven't driven in over 30 years. (laughs) I can't imagine getting in a car (laughs) and going someplace. I'd have a heart attack. Um, (laughs) But I suppose that would be what I would do. (laughs) Maybe a little bit of driving, but that that would be quite a shock to my system to suddenly be able to, you know. Imagine that. See the traffic. Yeah. Like oh, we're, and we're back. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't think really my life would change that much. Um, my husband and I travel quite a bit. I have you know this pinhole of vision, so we go places so I can see things maybe for the last time, and uh, so I feel pretty blessed that um, I get to do what I what I'm able to do now. So. Well, plus we appreciate things more. Oh, absolutely. Because we live in that moment. We live in the moment. We live, we, we always are thinking that, yeah, exactly. This could be, is this, is this the last time that I'm going to see this? Right. Or, right. Or is the last time I'm going to see yeah. that? Like, and so yeah. every time we were, I forgot we were friends, just having a, something, an experience. Like, it's like, we just, you always think, you know, you just take, you take everything in that's happening that you can see. You take that in so you can remember that just in case, you know, yeah. 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 Wake up My the next day and things you know. Yeah. Yep. Stare at them and just so no matter what, they'll always be no matter how old they get, they'll always be, you know, you always remember that you know, that face. Mm-hmm. So 
I think all those things are important. There's another classic one I like to ask now on the, on the podcast because I'm still waiting to find somebody who you know has dreams like me. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Are you are you are you visually impaired in your dream or fully sighted? Uh, both. Uh, if okay, so I'm in have, a car, <laughs> if I'm yeah. in a car, I'm visually impaired, and see, I know I shouldn't be me. driving. Yeah, see, you, you're, you're like me then. See, that's yeah. the, I, the dreams that I do have where I feel that I'm aware like that, I'm in a car. Yeah, I'm like driving. I'm like, I shouldn't, yeah, I shouldn't be doing exactly. this. Exactly. It's yeah. going through yeah. your head. I should not be driving. <laughs> and not, and not that my vision in the dream is as bad, but it's like I'm just aware. I don't know. Mm -hmm. it's that feel like I'm just like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Yeah, I'm <laughs> visually impaired. I'm not supposed to, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's cool. You are, yep, that's like me. Okay. Yeah. Normally yeah. I have, normally my dreams are fine. But I do mm -hmm. have dreams sometimes when I'm in a car, even recently, where I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I'm and I'm fine. But most of the time, when it's, when, if I have the visually impaired part, it's usually always, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm driving. Yeah. That's fun. That's funny. Okay, finally, <laughs> finally. You're, 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 you have joined me. Because mostly everyone yeah. else is like, other, no, I always, you know, I always dream, full, you know, I have full vision. Or, most always my dreams are always you know visually uh -huh. impaired because some people are have, some people have been visually impaired longer yeah you know? yeah so you're you know that's, you know that would be a little more common with people i think that say went blind or went or lost a lot of their vision by the time they were saying their teens uh -huh. so, but no yep okay good that, that makes me uh it makes me happy that i'm not like completely <laughs> on my own. i have someone to join me in my weird yeah dream. yeah <laughs> although it's sad though in a way sometimes i think about it, i'm like i don't want it to get to the point where that becomes the norm mm -hmm. you know, that, that takes over like where like all your dreams are always like you being visually impaired so it's like it should okay be that way. like i, I want to escape like i that's, that's yeah that should be right. where like i could escape to and just be like all right you know I'm, I'm, right i'm good <laughs> yeah in this moment yeah it, normally if i'm not driving my dreams vision is not an issue it's just it's about something else it's not about vision at all okay have you ever had a dream with your dog in your dream no nope. no nope. oh, okay i was wondering if that would happen because i, I nope. would think i know oh, not yet because after a while i would think you would have it would, it would <laughs> maybe you know it, it would happen yeah or like i mean how long did you use a cane for i mean when um, i would think maybe in your dreams you yeah. would have a cane at some point yeah yeah but i i haven't I hate the cane. Oh, my mom I, hated it too. Late thirties, I remember she was about my age now, and she would be like, she complained about it all the time. Yeah, when I, I first thing. when I first got it, it had a nickname, WFC. <laughs> 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 See, you got that right away. <laughs> oh yeah, I, think, I forgot about my mom. I think my mom also had a name for hers too, but I don't. Really yeah, <laughs> so I was happy to put it away for a while. I, I, oh, you yeah. know. Once in a while, if it's not a great place for me to, you know, bring Hyatt, let's oh, say no. a funeral, she she okay. wouldn't know where to guide me, in, you know, in a funeral home. It's, you know, n really no point A and point B kind of kind of thing. And so I'll I'll bring my cane and use my husband's arm. But so once in a while, and when I pull out the cane. She looks at me and she scoots to the bedroom and gets in her crate because oh, nice. she she knows I'm you know she, it's time for her to take a nap and we'll be back. <laughs> I honestly think that's why my mom like got a dog so soon. I think she just like she just despised the cane. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that and I think I uh, no, I think I know the cane. I think she fell in a manhole cover that wasn't covered. Oh my! And I think that although that was the moment she realized she needed to use a cane, or that was yeah. the moment she realized she wanted to get a dog. But I think wow. it was. The, I think that was the cane. I think she wasn't using a cane yet, and I think yeah, that wasn't roped off or something. And yeah. Oh my! Yeah, my mom said some crazy things happened to her. That's almost that. You know what? That almost happened to me. I didn't say that. I haven't said this on the show really? before, but that's happened to me mm-hmm. where they were doing work literally right outside my apartment. We were still living at this apartment and they were digging up the, the city was digging up our driveway because they had to fix the pipes, the water, the water lines. And this guy was like, I mean, the hole, this is how deep the hole is. The hole is so deep. I didn't see this dude in the hole. That's how deep oh he, was. he was in there working. And he, there was no cones. There was no cones. And this hole was huge, like big hole. So I walk outside and I don't see the guy. So I don't even realize there's a hole because it's all black. So the driveway's by everything kind of like just, it just, I didn't really look. It didn't, I didn't see any cones, nothing. So mm-hmm. I'm getting closer to that area. And then all of a sudden, just at the last second, I catch his hard hat. Yeah. You know, I catch that yellow and I'm like, oh. Yeah, like, right. So of course, I, I mean, I got like, I was, I was pissed. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> so I, I was, I was getting out, I was going out to get my son off the bus. So I get my son, you know, off the school bus. And, or like, and, I, and, and, you know, as I come back in, I let my son go in the house and I'm like, I go, dude, I go, is this proper protocol for you? And he's like, what? I go, there's no safety cones around here. Nothing. I'm like, I am visually impaired. I could have fell on this. You would have had a nice lawsuit on your hand. I was like, I could have gotten seriously injured. I was like, oh, I was, of course, right after that, they, you know, they had cones out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wow. Was, I was extremely furious. So I was like, I mean, I got lucky. I mean, I really got lucky if I did not. Catch oh, absolutely. The, like, just when I did, you know. So it, it, those moments you don't think, because like I said, I don't, I don't bring a cane. It's such a short. My, I literally walked out of my apartment. And my I had to go to the side of the road to get my son off the bus. Like I don't. Sure. I don't always bring a cane. I don't feel there's a need for me to do that because right, I know right. that I know the area. You know it. I mean, I knew they were doing it. work. Yeah, I knew they were doing work. Like even now, I don't. Uh, where we are now, I just walk down the street and get to the corner, and me and my son wait. You know, wait for a school bus. Like, I don't bring a cane. Because mm-hmm. I have him, so I walk down. We walk down, and I'm fine. And then I just walk back home straight up the hill, like, and there's my... So, I don't... I don't... In those situations, I don't feel the need to bring that, you know? Right. But, yeah, that... So, those are things, like, definitely, like, that... Uh, they'll, they'll definitely make you think sometimes. Right? Now, I'm a little, now I'm even a little more apprehensive sometimes now. I go out like that and I make sure... Absolutely. Like, to do a lot more... Not more scanning now. and you know, Right. Because if somebody else doesn't do their job, you know... Like, like I said, my mom wouldn't have fell down that manhole cover had it been properly roped off. Right. You know, things like that. Or that's why I left my job because, you know, you can't, I can't predict, I can't guarantee that someone's going to be like not put some type of filing cabin or something on the ground or something Absolutely. that I didn't see. And, and the next thing you know, I'm tripping, falling, yeah. you know, and it's like, no, I'm, I, I, I can't, it's too dangerous. I can't, we can't mm-hmm. guarantee that these people are going to mm-hmm. do things for us. So, yeah, but no, the well, actually, I was going to say that the one positive thing, uh, well, many positive things actually do have the dog now, actually, but one of the most positive things is that I think you missed out on a lot what I saw growing up when my mom got a dog in the 90s uh, was, you know, you go into a store, you can't bring that dog here. Right. You can't bring that right. dog here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can. I have a card right here that I could show you, you know, like, or right. people constantly petting the dog because now we live in a world now where a lot more people are educated about like Absolutely. yeah you can't touch this dog yeah the dog is working you know yeah. and and i'd say within the past couple of years that has really changed a lot of people now I, I think so too yeah we uh 
um, about a year and a half ago, we went to Europe, and I called ahead all the airlines, all the hotels, and um, everything. And even most European countries, at least the ones we went to, um, you know, honor the service dog laws. They all have service dog laws. And so, you know, I felt I needed to check into it because the ADA is for the United States. But um, they had, they all had uh, their national service dog laws. So we were only turned down in in one place out of the whole, you know, 14-day trip. Nice. So, yeah, it was a very positive experience. Oh, my mom used to get irate. You know, my mom has a bandana that goes around the dog that says, please don't pet me. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'm or, I'm working. Yeah, you know, right. she's had it happen so many times. She was actually on the news one time. They did a whole story uh-huh. on her because just oh, to really? kind of educate people, like, hey, you know, you're gonna, I'm gonna get seriously hurt if you know you pet my dog. Right. You know, like, would you would you distract somebody like a police officer or somebody else when they're doing their job? <laughs> right. You know, it's like you know, it's, it's the same thing. He's working. It, like this dog is, is working. Exactly. It is yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had a lot of people when I first got Hyatt. Um, and it seems to have stopped, but it was just, it was random strangers, but they would always say to me, are you training her? <laughs> so <laughs> you get that a lot yeah, because, you know, I, I was looking at items on the grocery shelf file. And so they thought I wasn't, are you, training you know, no. I wasn't visually impaired, but yeah, I got, I got a lot of that. All right. Or I wonder if you get the people that, like, I always have said this before, but, like, or you get people that are going to try to sneak a pet, a pet in, you know? Like, sneak you, like, a little pet on the head or something while you're walking by or, oh. you, know, like, you know? like Because they're like, oh, she probably won't see if I pet the dog real yeah. <laughs> That probably has happened to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, those are the things that's like. Or, or people get mad. My people just get mad at my mom sometimes when they're just like, "No, uh-huh. you can't pet my dog." Uh-huh. Know? And they're like, you know, they get all like offended by it. And you're like, you're like, I'm sorry, but this. Well, that, if we're that, sitting, if we're sitting and she's either sitting or laying down, and people want to, I I will tell them that it's okay and that I will use it to educate them about guide dogs, and I will also use it as a training tool with Hyatt so right. that she knows. You know, don't get up and jump in this person's face to lick them yeah. or, you know, <laughs> yeah, remain. Yeah, this is not, yeah. Because that's what she'd like to do. Yeah, remain um, calm. This especially is what with is. children, because it's good for children to understand, you know. And yep. so I, I use it as a, a as an educational tool a lot of times. That's good. But I, I heard um, some people also everybody take needs off. to decide for themselves, you know, what, yep. what works yep. for them. Yeah, like some people take the harness off, I've heard, you know. Like, oh, you want a pet? Okay, hold on, you know, I'll take the harness off. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, I don't um, go to that trouble. A, <laughs> yeah, some yeah, some people do that. Uh, I've heard that, but uh, yeah, you're right though. It's like, but I think you're lucky, like in a way, because like you're in that realm of a lot of people are educated now, uh, you know, than they used to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have, like, all the time, growing up, my mom, I remember that all the time. Yeah, like, oh, you can't come in here, or <laughs> yeah, oh, like, I'm get like fights, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> and now nowadays it does. Yeah, nowadays it doesn't happen as often. You know, mm-hmm. just, oh, there's, there's, you know, there's Cheryl with her guy, you know, her guy dog. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. It's funny. Now what we have to now, deal with, pardon? What? No, what are you saying? I, now we have to deal with everyone's pet dog coming into Home Depot and Lowe's. Oh, no, <laughs> or that's, Walmart, yeah, that's, or, oh. you know, that's an annoyance. My mom had that and, and she'll fight. Nellie, my mom's guide dog, she'll like, you know, she could throw down if she needs to and. 
my mom hates that when you know going and you know walking around a neighborhood or something and someone other one doesn't really you know doesn't obey the leash law thing and has their dog you know right right in you know nelly's face and or or they just have a dog that you know is just not the best behaved dog and, you know, right right that's it's that harder to handle very that situation. Dangerous. yeah and especially i mean my mom's lucky she's an obedience trainer she has that experience so she might have she might know how to diffuse that situation a little easier but now that she doesn't have the vision she used to have when she first got her first guide dog, it's 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 not as easy anymore to you know to avoid those situations. And, absolutely, and yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, she, yeah. Mom still tells me that she'll I'll get on the phone every once in a while talking to my mom and she'll tell me, oh yeah, I was out and this dog got in no, this face, you know, and this happened and this person's not even paying attention. My this dog is fighting my dog and the, the woman is over there in La La Land. Not realizing oh, her gosh. dog is, you know, yeah, yeah oh, gosh. Know, she, this is how this is all happening, you know, and, and Nelly, Nelly will probably destroy this dog, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, telling you, it's, it's, it's crazy sometimes some people in the world that they don't, you know, they don't think like that. Absolutely. Because that's a lot of money. I mean, I, I don't know how much your guy, the, the their dogs are, but I know Fidelco's guide dogs, I think now are like $45,000 to train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ours are estimated even higher than that. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm like, mom's oh, like, oh. yeah, you're gonna destroy a forty-five thousand dollar dog. <laughs> right. Right. But what we were told in class too is that if your dog ever gets attacked, mm-hmm. um, you know, let them on a, a long leash. Uh, you know, loosen the leash so that they can protect themselves because you know they have to be able to defend themselves. Oh you yeah, know, of course. and I'm right. thinking, well, my natural reaction would probably get in between the two dogs, and I know oh, that right, would be yeah. a mistake. But I would want to protect her. But Ooh. knock on wood, it's never happened. I know it's uh, I've learned. I've, if I've learned anything, I I probably won't do that again because I had a circumstance happen where I was visiting my mom and my mom's guide dog at the time, Grace. Um, her and uh the Bijan that we had Corey, they did not get along oh and uh grace was very patient for months with Corey. Corey had that i'm a little dog but i'm a big dog thing going on uh-huh and he would growl at her growl at her every time she was in her crate and things like that well like i think it was like a week prior or whatever it was from this the instant one thing happened where she, they're outside playing and finally grace said i've had enough of your attitude and she basically put her mouth around his entire head and was shaking oh, him around oh geez. and so my step so my stepdad had come in and punch her right in the side right in the ribs to get her to stop you know stop so he survives that now you'd think after that he would have learned his lesson and <laughs> no no he still comes back he's still you know still bitter oh, my. wow so i go to visit one night and i'm like it's my mom's in her bedroom if the lights are off so it's all dark and they're both in the room um, all I, I don't remember, I mean, I couldn't tell what happened. I think I might've actually stepped on Corey or something happened, but Corey growled to us, did something. And that was pretty much all Grace needed to go into beast mode. Oh and my. she basically right in her throat, goes right for his throat. She's sunk right in his teeth. Her teeth are stuck right into his throat and he's crying. It's like, we're all like screaming. So my only, of course, my instinct is just to grab her jaws, you know, and just, mm-hmm. Try to get Corey out, yeah, Corey out, yeah. you know, and just so I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, and like this dog. I mean, I, I'm I I like to think I'm pretty strong, so still trying, and there's no, it's a no go. Like I, I I cannot do it. 
So finally, she bit me in the process, mm-hmm. which then like kind of pissed me off. <laughs> and it was enough adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get him out. Just in time, apparently, because if she had held him longer, he was just about to puncture his aorta. And oh he would have just bled out. Yeah, he would have just bled out right there. So me and Corey were pretty close after that. <laughs> I'm like, I saved your life. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I was covered wow. in blood. Like, I mean, there was blood everywhere. It was. It was, it's the, actually, it's the reason why now the no her like all her guide dogs are no longer in the her room anymore with her. Like they stay in the crate mm-hmm. for the night and all that. So no, that, no. Uh-huh. Actually, I don't think you know she has any dogs in the room anymore. So mm. it, that was just awful. I mean, the next day, every single one of my fingers was strained. Like I, my hand was stuck. Both my hands oh, were like almost stuck. Like in that like gripped position, I couldn't even bend them. I was like, Ugh, like. Holy but it was smoke. worth it. I, mean, I, I still say, uh, Corey went to live on for another, like, I think, seven years or seven years, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, but, <laughs> Goodness. I've learned that German Shepherds have an incredible grip strength. Yeah. <laughs> have an incredible bite. That, that, that pounds per square inch is really impressive. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. I, 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 would not, I would not want to be on the receiving end of that. So, I, I, I don't think I would ever get in between a dog fight. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> After that experience, I'm like, I would find some other way mm-hmm. to handle it. Maybe pull them away, but I don't know if I would want to get like in between. You know. <laughs> I know. I know. It wouldn't yeah. be. A Although that's thing the instinct. I know that's the instinct, though. I, I, I totally feel you on that, though. Like that's what you'd want to do: jump in and be like, "Hey, hey, hey!" You know? yeah. yeah. Try to diffuse. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like, okay, whoa, 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 relax there. So, but oh. No, after that, that that was like I mean to this day that that just this night I don't I always I, I never stopped thinking about that night. It was, mm-hmm. it was definitely a rough one. You I know? bet. And of course, my like and my my sister's all pissed like Grace. They should, you know they should put her down and all. Like, should, and like but my mom's like she did what she did what any dog would do. Mm-hmm. You know, like Corey was just you know letting you know she was just that's it. She didn't you know she finally had enough. <laughs> Yeah. You know, she, that's it. She was just, it was just an instinct. It was just, that's what they do. It wasn't, she wasn't mm-hmm. being a bad dog. That was, you know, she was like, you know what? That's it. I've had enough of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you want to continue this? And I, I thought I told you already. Although we've come, we, we think what happened also is that we think Corey, Corey actually was like, when he'd growl and do these things and do these weird things, we think he was having seizures. Oh, goodness. And she didn't realize, obviously the dog would not realize that, but yeah. Corey, I think, was having, like, he'd almost blacked out, basically, and was get, would get aggressive, but he wouldn't be there. Like, you'd grab him, and he'd go, Arr! get all crazy, but he was having a seizure. He uh-huh. wasn't even, like, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, you thought he was being all aggressive or being crazy. It's like, no, he was actually having a seizure and oh, didn't my. realize you were uh-huh. even touching. He was just, that was his reaction, you know? So, but yeah, that was a, that was a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I, I'll, I'll learn never to touch a uh, at least a German Shepherd anyway. I don't like I said. I don't uh-huh. know about all dogs or how labs are and things like that, but I, I you know, I learned that these German Shepherds are strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I love, although I love my mom's guide dog now. She's like probably one of the. I wouldn't say she's one of the best. Best was always the first. Bander mm-hmm. was always the best. So that was her. That was my favorite Bander. But mm-hmm. uh, Nelly's one of the ones that's actually happy to see me at least. Okay. Like yeah, like you know, where Vander was like you know, oh yeah, it's you. You know, like, you're not the person that I work with. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. You live here. Yeah, I know. But you're not, you know, like, this This is this is the person that I get excited for. Uh-huh. Oh. Whereas, like, you know. And she said guide dogs after that. And some have been, like, cool. And some have, like, mm-hmm. you know, they'd be excited. I can pet them like mm-hmm. a normal dog and they're cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. But Nellie now is awesome. Nellie's like, like, I come in and she'd be running outside. I'll come home. Sometimes I'll come in, stop in a visit, and she'd be out in the backyard, you know, running around or whatever. And she'll come up and be all excited to see me and stuff. Yeah. So that's how high it is. She loves everyone. Oh, okay. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she thinks the world was created for her entertainment. <laughs> so that that can I be like a bad you. thing sometimes. Oh yeah, because I said you know, it's the only problem. Like I was thinking, like about the whole you know the dog being petted and getting you know like you don't mm-hmm. want to get used to that. But at least, like I said, at least if she's doing it in a way where you're like she understands that this is only allowed when she's laying down or mm-hmm. she's being mm-hmm. like this. This doesn't mean you're going crazy every time you know you walk by somebody and. And they right. wave at you, or right. like you know, you're still working. <laughs> but if you're laying down on the bus or something, this is okay. I'm, I'm saying it's okay. Well, this has been awesome. As you, uh, thank I, you. I'm, I'm still loving this. I'm still loving this. Been good yeah. talking to you. Been good talking to you too. I'm like, uh, I hope uh, you continue to. You know, get out there with your guy dog or dog, you know, or dogs. You know, in the future, you know, in the future. Thank you, Michael. I will definitely yeah. look into uh, guide dog. Was it guide dogs? Was it guide dogs for the blind? Blind, right? Guide dogs for the blind. All right, I will. I want to look into that. I'm really okay. Well, because I'll probably do the same thing because there's a couple other different places too that. So I'm just not gonna lock into one either. As much as like, you know, Fidelco has, you know, been around for as long, you know, for me and my mom for you know a long time, but. I'm open to seeing who I might sign with. Sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> Definitely okay. open to doing some research. But thank you. Okay, uh, thank you, awesome. Michael. And all the best. Good luck you with too, your I podcast. Hope thank you very much. Okay. Mm. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week for another episode of Living Free with RP. Get up off the wall I've never met a challenger